Welcome to the Openly Spoken Podcast, where we talk about the real and raw, messy middle of business and life transitions. My name is Celia Antonio, and I am here to navigate you through uncomfortable action so that you learn, grow, and achieve your goals. I'm currently in that messy middle phase of creating a thriving business that guides entrepreneurs through spiritual healing practices so that they can make more money while working less. And in this podcast, I'll share my journey, plus have inspiring guests openly share their lessons, wins, and struggles. So pull up a seat and keep your ears and mind open. If there's one takeaway I hope you can get from this podcast, it would be to be present and enjoy the journey. I'm so grateful you're here today. Now let's openly speak. Hello. I am so excited that this podcast is finally live. This has been a dream on paper for a few months and now here we are. So, so exciting. Hi, my name is Celia. I am a spiritual healer and strategist. In my work, I guide busy, stressed out entrepreneurs through spiritual practices so that they can make more money while working less. I'm all about working smarter, not harder, and honoring your true self and health every step along the way. Uh, I thought I would introduce myself to you with my first solo episode, and today I thought I would share with you how my current business journey started, how I came up with my current business name, some of my pivots, my first big launch, and uh, finally how this podcast idea was born. Uh, And I say current business because I'm a true entrepreneur at heart, and if you are too, chances are You've tried out a few things already, and yes, having that lemonade stand as a child counts. Uh, The first thing I did, I would sell bracelets in elementary school for a dollar using the jewelry craft making kits my parents would buy me. They'd buy me those for uh, birthdays and Christmas, and I think I actually got in trouble in school for that. I don't really remember. Uh, Anyways, my intention here is to openly speak about my journey and not just share the highlight reels because business is difficult, especially in the beginning. And uh, there's a lot of social media posts with these like quick wins, which they're amazing. If If you get those, great. But so many people will like see that and kind of feel discouraged. So I'm here for you to be inspired to take that step, launch that business, take uncomfortable action, all of those. Because I see business as a rocket ship where if you're trying to get the rocket ship to take off, there's a lot of momentum and energy needed to get things off the ground. But once you've taken that rocket ship off of the ground, you have that momentum and inertia it's easier to go from there and keep things uh, going, keep things growing and keep like your systems working and all that. I feel like I'm still in that takeoff phase. Like I'm not hovering off the ground yet. And that can be a very like lonely and confusing place. And I hope that if you listen and you resonate with that, I hope that in me sharing my journey, you can feel less alone because that really is my whole goal behind this podcast. And before I get into my story, just a little disclaimer here that if you're not a service-based entrepreneur or someone who offers digital products, you might not get as much value out of my journey because I don't sell physical products. 
And as a service-based entrepreneur, it's really easy to shift what you offer because everything is digital and easily changeable rather than having these like physical products that you made and you need to sell them to make back your investment. But uh, if you are a product-based entrepreneur and you listened to this and you did get value from this episode, I would love to know. Please DM me on Instagram. My handle is at selfexpressbabe and I'll put a link to my profile in the show notes. As a service and digital product entrepreneur, pivoting is a natural process that unfolds along the way. And as I came up to another pivot, another pivot, yeah, because there have been a few, (laughs) that was how I finalized my concept of this podcast, Openly Spoken. But first, let's rewind, and I will start from the beginning of my current business uh, journey and share with you my shifts along the way. My journey is very messy and not perfect. I'm definitely a learn-as-you-go type of person. For example, this is my second time recording this podcast. I was speaking into my microphone and about halfway through realized I was not recording. (laughs) So I'm all about learning as I go because I don't like to wait. I, you just learn so much from taking action and the longer you wait, the longer it takes for your goal to be reality. So With my messy and imperfect journey, I hope that inspires you to put yourself out there, take the action, and get this business thing off the ground instead of waiting for the perfect timing. My business is called Self-Express Babe, and it's a 2020 baby. And like I mentioned before, what I do is I guide busy, stressed out entrepreneurs through spiritual healing so that they can make more money while working less. And... um, I just think it's so beautiful how so many new businesses were born in 2020 were born out of quarantine, where a lot of us got the chance to cut ourselves off from the external world. We got a chance to reflect and to dive into ourselves and uncover what we really want in life. And that's exactly what it was like for me. March of 2020, I was managing a real estate office and I did everything from marketing, social media, graphic design, event planning, answering calls, uh, preparing market reports, presentations, accounting, training, signing leases, reading contracts, so many things. I was basically running a business on an entry-level salary, uh, but I was up for a big raise in April 2020 and it was a mom and pop. So like I understood that I understood why this starting salary was low, but there was lots of room for growth and I loved the people I worked with. They're amazing and I to this day still speak with them and uh, we would play affirmations in the office. Our communication was amazing and I knew I was really, really, really lucky to be there and to actually, actually like my bosses as humans. I remember sharing that with friends and they were just like, wow, you're so lucky. Um, But uh, the pandemic happened and the raise didn't come because everything was put on pause. And uh, I forgot to mention, in addition to this full-time job, I was also teaching yoga and fitness classes after work. I was teaching around like five classes a week. 
So that should give you a sense that before March 2020, I was basically a busy bee running around doing all the things in New York City. It was chaotic, but I had the sense of stability and saw growth in front of me. And I was content with that because um, by that point, I'd been living in New York City for a year and I want to say three months. And I moved there with nothing lined up. I moved there and on the first day I walked into uh, this restaurant called Cook Shop, which is in Manhattan. And uh, I walked in there because they had a Craigslist ad that they were looking for wait staff. And I got a job there right away. It was the first place I walked into on my first day looking for a job. And um, everything just living in New York was not easy. But everything like unfolded in a way that like just showed me I was meant to be there. And um, whenever this whole pandemic is under control, I highly recommend if you can to live in New York City for some of your life because it will grow you and shift you as a person. But anyways, that's not what this podcast is about. So quarantine comes and my schedule is cleared. And I have this extra time to think about my life, uh, think about the life I have versus the life that I want. And I knew I wanted to be in charge of my own schedule and income. I also wanted to take a vacation whenever I wanted to. Uh, I didn't want to be limited to the paycheck that someone else decided for me. And also I'm engaged and planning on having kids in the next few years. And I do have this wild goal of being home with my future children for at least the first three years of their life. I think that's very important. And um, reading on psychology and child development is like one of my hobbies. Yeah, I know I'm a nerd. (laughs) So I really want to do that. And all of those things that I wanted are really only possible if if I became my own boss and um, being my own boss is something I always wanted to do but I also realized then like I realized like okay I need to do this business thing and I looked at what I was currently doing and I realized that I was basically running a business already by working managing this real estate office and and um excuse me and having that like day-to-day experience that gave me belief in myself I knew that I could do it because I was already doing it for someone else so I invested in a course centered around starting an online service-based business with the skills I already knew and um, learned all the like technical skills of like the back-end work of building your website and your email, all of those like technical things I needed to know. And um, as far as starting with the skills I already knew, I started with graphic design. Graphic design, love graphic design. Uh, I started with that and I took my first uh, client in June of 2020. And something interesting happened though. I would get people coming to me to create for their business, but they couldn't tell me specifically the details of their brand. Like they couldn't tell me who their ideal client was. They couldn't tell me their like 
values and mission statement on all of that. And instead of turning those clients down, I rolled up my sleeves and I helped and I loved it. I have a strong love for people. And I think that's why, like, I think that's why this is how my journey unfolded. That's probably also why I was a yoga teacher for five years. And um, I saw so many parallels in brand strategy and human beings. Uh, Because in brand strategy, you realize there's so much complexity to a brand. And it's way more than the business name, colors, and logo, which is on the surface. And it's just like how humans are so complex. We are way more than what we look like on the outside. So there's a lot of parallels with um, brand strategy and humanity. That's at least how I see it. And that's why I loved it. So at that time, I had relocated to Los Angeles uh, because my fiance is here and our plans of living in New York, the whole pandemic was like the worst in New York. So yeah, I just came here. And um, even though I knew I was going to start my business, I still had this thought in the back of my mind of like, maybe I should get a full-time job and I can run my business as a side hustle. So I started looking for jobs in Los Angeles, even though my fiance told me that he wants to support me and give me time to build this thing. I struggled with being okay to receive that help. And, um, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for him. He's amazing. Um, but before I let that thought go of like needing a full-time job, I was looking for jobs and I found a lot of the jobs that I wanted that when I read them, I was like, Ooh, yeah, this is what I want. Uh, a lot of them required knowing some sort of coding. So I started teaching myself coding. I used, uh, w3schools.com and, um, If you're good at teaching yourself a skill, I would recommend it because it's just like information that you study. I'm good at that. So I loved it and I made it through all of their content for HTML and I made it halfway through the CSS before I pivoted. You'll hear about that. But um, seeing how I loved coding and um, I really liked it, like it was just fascinating. It was like learning a language. I love languages too. And um, so no, seeing that I loved coding and seeing how easy it was to set up my own website, like how natural all those like technical skills came to me, I decided to add web design as a service to my, to my graphic design business. So I then officially launched like with a website and... Um, with posting regularly on social media with my business in November, 2020. And I launched as a branding and marketing studio. I knew though, from day one that my business would shift because I wanted to bring in my spiritual side and somehow bring in my gifts from being a yoga teacher and having been on a path of spirituality and and self-development for the past eight years, because I love that. Like I'm really good at branding and marketing but I love like self-development, spirituality, all of those things. Like that's what I love. And that's what I knew I wanted to bring into my business. I just didn't know how to yet. And um, what didn't help was I remember I, um, 
I outsourced, I think it was like an email launch or some sort of writing work. I outsourced it on Fiverr. And um, part of the process was to explain about your brand. And I don't know why I let this person know this. Like it was actually kind of like not necessary. But I let them know that I would I was looking for a way to weave in my spirituality and all that. And um, I was just telling that, them that so they would know about their uh, about my brand and know how to write from a brand. And this person, even though I did not ask for their business advice, told me uh, spirituality and business don't mix. And um, a little part of me like believed it and like, I don't know, it was a little discouraging, but I think that however you are as a person, you can bring all aspects of who you are personally into your business because like I mentioned before, brands are super complex, just like humans. So spirituality and business can mix. Yes. So um, at that time when I launched November 2020, (laughs) my business, this is embarrassing to admit, my business was called Daisy Page Design. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Super embarrassing. Super embarrassing name. Um, But the reason why I came out with that name, so I was a little stuck on what to name my business and I didn't want to keep myself stuck in that phase. Like I knew what I wanted to do, but the name wasn't perfect yet. And I just wanted to work with people. I just wanted to take the action and put myself out there. So I did. (laughs) I launched with that name. Uh, I didn't come up with my current name, Self-Express Babe, until about a month later. So how that came to me, I invested in a business course and it presented me with an exercise to reflect on my life journey, uh, to also journal on like the path I see in front of me, like the path I want in front of me, which direction I want to go. And it also had me think about how I wanted to use the things I've overcome in my life to help other people. And in doing that, I remembered what a shy kid I used to be. And I remembered how I'd been working on my public speaking skills since 2015. And I still do to this day. That's actually what I originally thought my podcast topic would be. (laughs) Um, But yeah, public speaking is something I love, something I've worked on. And we could get into that in a different episode because... I think it's such an important skill to have as an entrepreneur, but that could be a different episode. With this exercise, I also remembered how silenced I felt both in my personal life and professional life, simply because of being someone who identifies as a woman and because of where I came from. I was born in Germany and I grew up in America as an immigrant. And yes, uh, luckily luckily for me, which I don't think it's right, but I'm white, so I've had a lot of privilege, but I wasn't born in America, and when you grow up as an immigrant with, without certain, like, rights and stuff, it's, it's a very different experience, and it gave me an unhealthy sense of self-worth, it gave me unhealthy money beliefs, and I felt a lot of shame around it, especially because, um, I was detained by immigration as a kid, but that's 
a whole nother story. I could share that in a different episode if it resonates and if it helps the overall goal of inspiring you to keep going. Um, so I pulled from my personal past. I used like what I've overcome and how I want to help others and all of that came together with the name Self-Expressed Babe. And by this point, the services I was offering was web design, logo design, and brand strategy. But something didn't really feel right with uh, sharing myself as a web designer. I don't know. It just felt really inauthentic. It didn't feel didn't feel like it was it. Like I felt like, although I loved coding, I I still haven't learned everything there is to know about coding. There's so many things. So there's definitely there was definitely like a little hint of imposter syndrome there but also it didn't feel right like it, it didn't feel like that was what I meant to be so eventually I think it was around February 2021 by that time I was solely focused on brand strategy and I used my social media platforms to share about branding education so that other people can know how to build their brands and um, so that I can share all of the things that happen before you even get to your logo and colors and all of that, because uh, that really is a step to do in the end. It's not a first step. So um, I focused on brand strategy. I built up my Instagram following, uh, started my email list. I started a Facebook group called Self-Express Babes. I will link that in the show notes if you want to check it out. That... Um, that page is all about developing yourself as a business owner, learning branding and all of those like self-development things. So then, then came May, 2021. So February to May, February, March, April, May. So that's three months. By May, I was burned out. I was burned out from just creating so much educational content and not really getting the results I wanted. Like I wasn't really, I wasn't signing clients. I wasn't getting the money I wanted. So I, and like things just felt at that, at that point, things felt very forced. Like I love branding, but I realized that I couldn't teach about it forever. I couldn't talk about it forever. Like by the time it was May, I was just I felt like I was forcing myself to come up with something new to talk about. And, um, yeah, so I took that month to pull back from content creation. Uh, I bought a new journal and I did a lot of journaling to my intention. I think I wrote this on the very first page of the journal. I wrote that, like, my intention was to gain clarity around my business so uh, I journaled like multiple entries per day, every single day for two months. And I was like uh, diving into um, work to ground myself, uh, self-development stuff, developing a growth and abundance mindset. And I journaled about like everything I learned, things I uncovered, blind spots, plans, uh, just everything. And uh that time with that time taking taking that month away it birthed a digital product it birthed my first course 
um, with my first course, I laid everything out. I created a free challenge for it, and I was really, really, really excited about it. I did a week-long challenge for this course, free challenge, and it was just amazing. Uh, it was definitely a high point for me energetically because um, I just loved sharing that valuable education with my Facebook group, and I was getting a lot of engagement with it. And that whole week, I was like, you know, when you're really excited about something and you wake up before your alarm, that's how that whole week was for me. And uh, side note also, this was the this was the uh, third challenge I've ever done with my business. My first challenge was back in November when I launched, which no one signed up for. <laughs> my second challenge, I think, was in January or February. One of those days, maybe even a different, I don't know. Um but I did a, a free social media challenge and two people signed up for that. Um, and so, yeah, this was my third challenge. And yeah, it was amazing. I was really excited about it. And then it came time to share my course. <laughs> and the moment of sharing my course, like you couldn't tell in the video, but from my experience and my perspective, I was very uncomfortable. I felt a tightness in my throat and uh, tightness in my shoulders. I rushed through what I wanted to say and like left important things out. And uh, I know that this happened because just because asking for the sale was still very new for me. So if this happens to you, nothing's wrong with you. It's normal. You're doing something new. You're doing something you, you haven't done before. So, um, yeah, I just blew through my content. I watched the replays of those videos, though, and I seemed confident in the videos. Um, probably because, like I shared earlier, public speaking is something I've been practicing for a while. Um, but from my experience and... You could probably also tell from like what I left out in saying, like I wasn't a hundred percent confident with selling my program. And because of that, I didn't give my 100% efforts towards selling this program. And, uh, I didn't make a sale from it, but I still don't see it as a failure because I gained, um, let's see, I gained two things, two really big things. First, uh, maybe three things. Well, we'll go through the list. So I learned how to shift my messaging. Uh, what I mean by that is during this whole week of having my cart open for the course, I was paying attention to the analytics of my sales page. I was asking my fellow entrepreneur friends for their feedback, asking my coach for my feedback, like sending them all my copy. And, um, it was the launch process was like anything but passive. I didn't just like put what I had out there and just like let it be. Uh, and then in the middle of the launch, I changed my name of the program. So it was previously named something with like a negative ring to it. And uh, I shifted the name to be something more positive and something that was more aligned with the outcome that clients would receive. And, um, which by the way, this is kind of, this kind of has parallels with how my business name came about because 
I knew that my name of the program like would shift. I just expected it to shift with my second launch and like my updated version of the program after going through the first uh, round of people. So that was the first thing I learned. I learned how to shift my messaging to appeal to my audience instead of being what I thought it would like what I thought it should be shifting it to like serve my clients and think about like what is the end result they want and how do I let them know that their end result that they want is in, is in my program. The second thing I gained from this launch, so I will do three things. Second thing I gained was just that, that like momentum of doing something new, I think is very, very valuable and very important. Like it was scary to do it and I did it anyways. And I think that says something and I want you to do the same, like do the hard things, you can do it and like, you'll be okay. Like I'm okay. Nothing bad happened to me. Um, Okay. So third thing is I gained so much clarity on what I'm supposed to be doing and what my heart really desires to help people with. And yes, it was still to help entrepreneurs build a strong brand, but I wanted to go more deeper and more intimate, just like how I got to work at a deeper level with people while I was teaching yoga and meditation. And that's how I got to what I currently do is guiding busy, stressed out entrepreneurs through proven spiritual practices so that they can make more money while working less. But this clarity didn't just magically come to me. There was a breakdown first. Um, I was coming up to, I think it was the last day of my cart being open. My last day of my cart being open for this program. And I just felt very frazzled felt very ungrounded, unsure of myself. I was questioning what I was doing and questioning like, who am I to help business owners build their brand? You know, all of those like imposter syndrome type of thoughts. And deep down, I knew this wasn't it. I knew that brand strategy and being a brand strategist wasn't it. I knew I needed to pivot yet again. And I kind of made that mean a bad thing. Like, even though it isn't, I was just learning and adjusting based on the outcomes of the uncomfortable actions I was taking. And um, luckily, I didn't, I didn't keep those thoughts to myself. I shared them with my fiance. I'm so grateful for him. He's so supportive. I love you. And um, he didn't judge me. He held space for me to just express what I was feeling and he can take full credit for this podcast idea because after listening to me he then gave me this amazing idea he was like why don't you share this on your podcast and we started having this conversation about how lonely and scary it can be to be in the beginning of an entrepreneur journey Because this phase of messy middle, of pivoting, of transitioning, of trying things on, seeing what works, it's not really shared on social media. It's more like you see more of like, I made more money in the first month of business than I did in my full-time job. Or I made six figures within six months and 
meanwhile, you, you're seeing these people have these amazing results and it's wonderful. It's wonderful that they get to celebrate. But then you're seeing them and you're just like, well, what am I doing wrong? Like, why is it taking me so long? What are, what are they doing differently that I need to be doing? Um, but I can assure you, nothing is wrong with you. If you feel this, nothing is wrong with you. It's not taking too long. It's unfolding in the timing it's supposed to unfold in. And there isn't just one way of doing things. So even if you learn someone else's strategy, that strategy might not be the strategy you need to do. And also what's way more important than strategy, which is why I do what I do. What's way more important than strategy is the energy behind it. The energy behind it will make your strategy build your business or break your business. So if I didn't put myself out there and take action before having this like detailed, perfect plan and, um, before like having this knowing of how everything would unfold, then this podcast wouldn't be here. I would be working nine to five instead of sharing my gifts because I've had a lot of friends like message me that, oh, my company is hiring and sending me their their like job listings or email or whatever. If I didn't put myself out there and take action before like knowing how my business was going to unfold, I wouldn't be here. So get started now. Get started now. Go out there. Take the action. Do one thing today that will get you towards your goal. So this whole journey so far has given me such an appreciation for my personal development and spiritual work. Like I said, the energy behind the strategies you use for your business is more important than the strategy itself. And that's why I pivoted from being a brand strategist and consultant to guiding entrepreneurs through spiritual healing. And that is that is more aligned with what I wanted to do from the very beginning. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Openly Spoken. I hope my story resonated with you. If it did, welcome to the tribe. I would love if you followed us on Instagram at Openly Spoken. Leave us a review, show us some love, feed those podcast algorithm gods so that we can share this message with more people. And I appreciate you so much and I will see you in the next episode.